This podcast episode is brought to you by Phone Sites. With Phone Sites, you can build a website or sales funnel that generates leads from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any tech skills or without downloading an app. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Nate. Ain't no five and no six. I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years of marriage. It's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm called to be a leader I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want If I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey, Bailey What's up, everybody? Championship Leadership, and I'm excited today, man. We got the Iron Cowboy. We're actually in his house, James Lawrence, and uh, I'm just excited, man, because I read the book. I remember when you were doing this, my buddy was actually put me on it. He's like, hey, have you heard of this guy? And I'm like, no, and I, I followed you and your journey. I was kind of like every day, I was like, this is so crazy. And then I read your book. I was like, holy cow. It's like so good. The book was awesome. Like the story, just the way you told it, and just, of course, because I remember reading Dean Carnazzi's like 50, yeah. 50, 50 in a marathon and yeah. bef before you did this. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that is crazy. Yes. And if you come and do 50 Ironmans in 50 days of 50 states, I'm like, well, it's, it's, mind blown. It's remarkable to see, you know, because Dean was literally the pioneer with this yeah. type of thing. And, and I, I owe so much credit, we all do, to Dean and him being a visionary back then and, and saying, okay, I'm going to push the envelope. And I've since, you know, had some conversations with Dean and he yeah. called me right after the 50 and, uh, and he was like, dude, like you have no idea what you just pulled off. Yeah. He's like, I had X amount of budget. I know you had nothing. Yeah. And he's like, I did three hours a day and you were doing 14 hours a day. And so yeah. it was just really cool to get that kind of respect from that type of guy oh, yeah. and legend right. in the space who literally paved the way for us. It was really cool. Yeah. Just, just a neat experience to have that conversation with him and, and just, He's an icon in, in what we do. He right? is. It, it, the other thing that's interesting, too, is how far the needle has moved in a decade. Yeah. For what? Right. I mean, the, the two-hour marathon was just beat. Yeah, I, I know. I never, I never thought uh, yeah. that I'd see that in my lifetime. Yeah. And then, I mean, we're just seeing so many cool people do so many cool things. It's probably true that people have been doing cool things this whole time, but yeah. now it's just more in our face because of social media. Definitely. And yeah. the amount of outlets there are to showcase this type of thing. And what's awesome too is there's so many guys out there doing cool things that don't even really talk about it because they do it just because they love it. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think right. that's that's another really cool element and that's a cool dude. Yeah. The guy that's doing that. It's like, dude, 
I love this. I love pushing my mind, my body, and I don't care who knows, I'm just going to go do it yeah. and suffer and, and have an experience, right? Yeah, there's definitely something to that, but, you know, I don't know. There's also something to, like, some people are like, man, just, just do good to do good, and you don't have to take a selfie or tell anybody about it. Or, like, of course, with your journey, it was... You were raising some funds and like trying to do something incredible, bring some awareness, and, and it wasn't just all about you. And then you got these people from the outside, like the documentary, and you talk about it in your book, um, as far as uh, like you know being on an elliptical and having to be inside for a few days. I'm like, are you ki- are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, is this? Are we really talking about this? Those are, those are the guys that are uh, keyboard heroes that yeah. are ne- probably never laced up in their lives. Yeah, but you you know th- there's absolutely a place for the guy that does the extreme thing that documents it, talks about it and shares it because from my own experience, I set out on the journey for pushing myself personally to raise funds for for charity. And I really wanted to document it to just have it for my archives. And eventually it got out into the cyberspace because I mean, really social media today isn't what it was even four years ago when we were doing it. I mean, Periscope had just no come doubt. out on Twitter. Yeah. We were figuring that out yeah. and doing live feeds yeah. on there, right? And so obviously our intent wasn't to be an influencer, but I'm so glad that we captured it and that it is public what we did, our successes and our failures, yeah. because the messages that we get and the change that has happened because of it yeah. is priceless to me. Yeah. And just that impact, and I didn't set out to be an influencer, because so many guys are now are like, okay, my goal is to be an influencer. And yeah. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Like, what does that even mean? Right. Like, you can't force being an influencer. Yeah. Like, you just have to go do something with passion because it's what you love. And if it's good enough, yeah. if it's cool enough, yeah. if it's real, you will become an influencer, yeah. right? It's not something that you can force or shove and whatnot. And so... I wouldn't even put myself in the influencer category, but we do have an audience. Oh man, yeah. And, and that audience is impacted by what we've done and continue to do. And, you know, my wife and I have this conversation all the time is like, who motivates the motivator? Yeah. Who inspires the person doing the inspiring, right? Because right? I kind of fit into that category that I'm, yeah, I'm inspiring a generation to, to do and push envelopes and we've set kind of a bar. And to be honest, it's the followers and whatnot that is inspiring me because of the stories and messages and change that they've had and experienced yeah. because of what we did. So it's like this motivational game of ping pong that we're playing that I, I get something back out of this and I'm like, okay, I can't be, you know, average. Yeah. I've got to push an envelope. I've, <laughs> got to, I've got to be excellent and I've got people watching me and criticizing me and talking, you know, and that's, that's kind of a fun place to be. And so, I'm motivated by everybody else who's telling us that the changes that they've made in their lives, oh, yeah. that's so special. Yeah. And that, that is something that is hard to quantify and put into words, but that's, that's what motivates us as a family to continue to, to do these fun adventures and to push envelopes and mentally and physically. And, and really too, you know, our goal is to showcase a functioning, healthy family unit that loves each other, that does these things together, that can, mm-hmm. you know, do all these things that a lot of guys aren't doing. They're just like, you know, as in the endurance space specifically is perceived as a very selfish mm-hmm. endeavor, right? You you go out on your own, you suffer, right. you have to sacrifice, you have to abandon your family. And we didn't want that. Yeah. And we wanted to include our family in what we we're doing. And we wanted yeah. to really showcase that, like, look, this is a life, a true lifestyle for our family. Yeah. And, and we wanted to be different than that guy that just is like, no, I'm, 
is what I do is for me, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, well, you talked about a lot there. It's, you know, to be an influencer. I mean, yeah, you can, you can be that. Like, just go do something really epic. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you definitely touched that. I don't know how you can even top it. Well, but it's... The, real quick, sorry. The, the thing that, that gets me all the time is somebody says, and I'd love to hear your opinion on this too, is somebody says, you know, I, I'll get a message and I'm like, hey, I'm frustrated at my day-to-day job. I, I'm on a fi- I don't know what my purpose is. And I want to quit my job and go do X, Y, Z because that's that's where I, I, my purpose is. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even under, I don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> like, your purpose should be to find happiness and joy in your everyday normal things that you do. I get that sometimes your job is going to suck and whatnot, and yeah. probably, you know, 80% of Americans or people around the world, their job isn't necessarily their purpose. Yeah. But you can impact somebody by smiling mm-hmm. by you know so if, if your purpose is to truly have impact on somebody else and change it doesn't have to be on a massive scale it doesn't have to be I'm gonna go break this record it doesn't I mean it can be so small and create ripple effects I just have a really hard time with with the word what's your purpose yeah and and how that one purpose defines somebody like my yeah. purpose wasn't to do the 50 no, like that was yeah. that wasn't it yeah. like it's it's how i interact in my daily small minute thing i don't think you would have ever done it had it been the purpose no right? exactly yeah. and that's what not what i set out to do yeah. and so i really struggle with the 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 concept of somebody that will send us a message and like hey i'm struggling what I, i'm trying to find my purpose my response back is always rule number one is never quit your day job yeah like <laughs> yeah. you chase your dreams and your purpose and your passion and all that yeah from quitting time to midnight to, yeah, yeah, to whenever right. that is, and you sacrifice it until either your job can be replaced, yeah. or it's just not feasible anymore because you're doing so well with your purpose or your passion. Yeah. Right? I know this is a total tangent, but yeah. people don't realize how long something takes to turn into meaningful income. Yeah. I quit my job. I'm going to go be a blogger. Well, man, you talk whoa, whoa, whoa. about it a lot in your in your story, right? Like just some, what you went through. And yeah. Like, I mean, it's no. I never quit my job. Yeah. I mean, I burned the candle at both ends, yeah. chasing a dream and a passion. Now, I will say this: because of the timing of the economy, I was kind of forced. Yeah. Right. To look For like sure. I, yeah. I wasn't in a position to quit my job because yeah. they didn't have a job. Yeah. <laughs> like they, I did everything I could. We did coaching. I was I was hanging cabinets in the middle of the night in yeah. new construction. I was cleaning up construction sites. I was doing phone sales. I was doing everything I could. I I had five jobs. Rule number one: don't quit your job. And if you don't have a job, go do five small yeah, jobs. Go, right. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, my story is a little bit unique in the fact that. You know, because right now guys are guys are messaging me and they're like, I've got a great job, but I'm just not happy. And I'm like, well, that one, that's a choice to not be happy. Yeah, <laughs> you for know, sure. your 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 perspective needs to change. On yeah. What's so what going are they looking for from you for that? Like, what? Is- yeah, it's crazy the people that reach out to me because obviously we did some, and that's the hard part for me because they don't they see the headline, mm-hmm. and they don't know the the decade beforehand. They yeah. don't see the sacrifice, the team effort, the family dynamics, all of it behind it, they just see, oh, you went and did this one thing 
and now you've built this house and created this <laughs> yeah, life. And I'm like, right. the 50 didn't do that. Yeah. Like the physical, the physicality, the actual doing of the 50 didn't do that. I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. I'm a business person. Yeah. I finished it and I could have made zero money off the 50 business wise, right? Yep. But right. I'm an entrepreneur and I said, okay, sponsors aren't paying me. There's yeah. no money in this sport. Yeah, Zero. Right. Like yeah. this isn't the NFL. This <laughs> isn't the NBA. This isn't MMA. This yeah. isn't those things that I yeah. love. This is triathlon. Like there's no money. Yeah. And nobody paid me to do the 50. I self-funded yeah. it. I mean, yeah. and so, but, but people see that and they go, oh, I see the lifestyle you have now. I want that. So I'm going to go do something crazy. And then I'm, <laughs> I'm set for life. I can yeah. retire. Like I made it. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, dude, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So people ask me all the time. The biggest things are. How do I get sponsors? How do I fundraise? And how do I get sponsors? Yeah, yeah, those right. are, those are in that order, right? Yeah. And what people don't realize is like, look, I, I've been an entrepreneur since, since birth and I've yeah. been creative and passionate and I have created this out of nothing. Like yep. we do coaching. I was doing coaching for five years before the 50 even started. Right. I, we did two world records before the 50. I mean, people like the history there is deep. Yeah. And I figured out e-commerce. I figured out products. I figured out coaching. I figured out speaking. Mm -hmm. I figured out marketing. Yeah. All of these things to make money off of, you know, an accomplishment. Yeah. It wasn't the 50, the physicality of the 50. It wasn't. It was taking that and then, okay, now these doors have opened. Which ones am I going to yeah. go down in? I am a true, pure entrepreneur at its core, right? Yeah. At, at what it yeah. is, that, that's what I am. If you saw where I started as an athlete, like you'd be like, that guy's never going to do anything spectacular yeah. in his life. Like yeah. I have a hilarious picture that I'll show you later. <laughs> My very first triathlon, I have a nose plug in. I'm hanging on the side of the pool. I'm gasping for air in this like sprint triathlon in a pool. Yeah. No way that guy goes on to do these <laughs> yeah. world records and things, right? And so, but it's because I have an entrepreneurial spirit. Right. And it's because I, I understand an opportunity when it's ahead of me and I know in front of me and I've learned through failure and success and learning and partnering with the right people and getting the right coaches and mentoring and all those things that are necessary to succeed. Like yeah. I didn't do it on my own. Yeah. Like, so it, it's just been a really interesting journey. So back to your original question, what are people reaching out to me for? Yeah. They see one thing, a headline and the aftermath. Yeah, they see the finished product. They right? see the finished product. They yeah. don't realize the 50 isn't what made my business what it is. It was what I did with the 50. Yeah. But people just assume go do X and Y is the... Is the and is first it, of all, like let's not even discredit like what it took to do the 50. For I sure. mean, come on, man. Like Yeah. Few people will truly understand what that feels like, yeah. what the preparation for yeah. that is like, yeah. any of those things. Like, I get it, obviously. My wife gets it. Yeah. The two wingmen, they get it. And maybe one other dude, right? Right. Like, but until you've actually done something physical for, I get the question all the time. You know, we, we just did the Eco Challenge. Yeah. Uh, toughest adventure race out there. Every single day they were like, well, it's harder, the Eco Challenge or the 50? And I'm like, <laughs> Dude, you do anything for 50 days, it's yeah. harder than anything yeah. for 10 days. Yeah, like, no it's just like, right. you're talking to physicality, <laughs> like the compounding effect of anything is so dramatic. Yeah. Just stay mentally sharp for 50 days yeah. over mentally sharp for 10 days, right? Yeah. To break it down into real simple terms, anybody can do anything for one minute, right? Right. 
So anybody can do anything for a day. Yep. You start lengthening those out, those time parameters, and when you start compounding those on top of each other, it just gets harder and harder and harder. So anything beyond a day is harder. Anything yep. beyond two, you start now 10, and then you start compounding yeah. beyond, I mean, it's just, it's, it's hard to quantify and put into words. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I've done some challenging things, but nothing close to that. And I just, you know, I'm watching the documentary or I'm reading the book and it's like, all right, day 10, day 20, day 25, it's like, you still, you're halfway. <laughs> and that's what's hard about such a uh, lengthy challenge yeah. is one, so much can go wrong that you don't have control right. over. But two, the longer it is, the greater chance you have of failure mm-hmm. because you, those, those conversations become so much more powerful with yourself and yeah. the self-doubt yeah. and you're so far away. Like 25 Ironmans into it, you, you start thinking and you have to be careful how you word things because 25 into it, you're like, I'm only halfway. Yeah. You know, and even, yeah. even 30. I mean, I'm having that thought watching it. Yeah. But I'm not even doing it. Like I know for you, it's got to yeah, yeah. be times and, 2,000. Yeah, and you're 30 into it and you're like, I still have 20 yeah. full consecutive and You're only Ironman human. You're going to have those thoughts. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I just did Patagonia and I wanted to quit 500 times. Yeah. And right. I, I've done 93 Ironman. Like, yeah. I have a ton of experience. Yeah. And so, the, the, one, the one of the biggest things that I've learned in my entire journey, and I'm sure you can uh, appreciate this and, and validate it, is the conversations never stop. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much totally. experience you have or whatnot, as humans, we, we're our toughest critics. Yeah. yeah, We're always gonna get in our own way and we're always gonna have doubt. And the worst part about it is, especially with social media and everybody around us and this and that, everybody, for some reason, thinks they have an opinion yeah, for about sure. what you're yeah. doing. Right. And, it, and it's amazing, <laughs> it's impossible not to hear the chatter. Yeah. And that chatter. Yeah, how hard was that to oh, close dude, that out? So hard. But it's so valuable, because you learn yeah. from it. Because you hear the chatter, and then that sparks the conversation, that voice in your head. And then it's like, who do you start to believe? And you have to get good enough to, I mean, self-belief is so key. Mm-hmm. And when somebody comes to me with a big challenge, because again, that's the other thing that people reach out to me to, is like, they're like, oh, this guy's done something insane. I'm gonna get to see if I can get his opinion on yeah. my insane, yeah. what I wanna do. And one of the first questions I always ask them is, hey, do you think you can do this? Yeah. Like, is this, and if they hesitate, hesitate or st- yeah. I'm like, we're not even having this conversation. Yeah. Come back to me when the answer is no pause, no blank, 300%, right? Yeah. You have to get, I don't care who believes in you. I don't care how big your support system is. I don't care about any of that. It starts with you every single time. Yeah. If you don't believe, go all in, buy in, drink your own Kool-Aid, whatever it is, yeah. and you're guzzling it. Like yeah. it, you've got to be drunk on your own stuff to where it, like, you can't be influenced by anybody else. Yeah. If you're not there and you hesitate or blink or if, like, especially when it's big, yeah, you've you've got to go all in. I said something to the other day. I, I alluded to a challenge that I may consider doing. Like this yeah. is way out there. Yeah, and I used the word I think. Yeah, and he was quick back to me and he goes, No, no. you're not ready. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of like it was a slap because it's what I preach, it's what I talk yeah, right. about, and it was kind of like right back in my face and I was like, holy cow, you're right. Yeah. Like I was guilty of my own, yeah. you know, what I, my core belief system is and I'm like, you're right, I'm not, I'm not ready. Yeah. I'm not even ready to start the training to do it because I'm not, I haven't bought in on the concept. I haven't got, you know, I, I don't believe at this moment yeah. that that's even possible, yeah. right? I can conceptualize it, but I don't believe it yet. Yeah, that's so great. It's like 
people say it all the time. They say, I think, or yeah, I'll try to be there. I'll try. It's like, no, you, I already know you ain't going to be there. You ain't going to be there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You, no, yeah. Your language. And people don't even realize they're talking like that. Yeah. And again, I, I see it all the time. Someone will say something to me. They'll, they'll, and I can tell by the language, they, they, they want to do a big challenge. They go to do it. And I watch an interview or something they did, or they're filming a documentary, or they do a teaser. And they don't even realize the language that, they, that they're using. And ultimately, they fail the challenge. Like it, yeah. did, it didn't work out or whatnot. And I can pinpoint things that you said leading up to that moment that subconsciously was hitting your belief system. And all you had to do is reinforce it. Yep. And you did by quitting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's just so powerful. You, it was interesting. And I, and I didn't even do it intentionally. I didn't like set out to do it. But I watched a lot of the interviews pre-50. Yeah. And anybody that would ask me the question, do you think you can do it? I was like, I paused because I was deer in headlights because I legitimately didn't understand where the question was coming yeah, from. Yeah, like, what do you mean? What do you, <laughs> yeah. what, what do you, don't ask me dumb questions. Yeah. Is kind of what I thought in my head. Yeah. But I was like, it was that That's whole, powerful. it was whole yeah. that pause where you're like, don't say that stupid thing out loud because yeah. <laughs> you're, you're being recorded right now. Yeah. But, but my answer was always 300%. Like, yeah. do you believe you can do this? And I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? 300, you know, yes, yeah. absolutely. Don't yeah. ask me that question again. Yeah. And so, when I'm talking to people or watching people that have gone and failed, I'll track it back. And you can pinpoint and isolate mm -hmm. subconsciously right there. You yep. didn't believe you can do it. You're already having that self-talk. And, and it hasn't even got to the moment in your journey when it's yeah, real. Right. When that self-talk becomes like, you got to be 300. Because even yeah. when you are 300%, you're going to hit that moment where it's like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. like, tested, we're, right? like, we're there. Yeah. yeah. Like this. I need to be resolved right yeah. now. Yeah. But if you go into it with not having that, when yeah. you hit that moment, that oh moment, it's over. Yeah. Like it's over. Yeah. What was the hardest? What was you know? In my mind, I, I have an idea of what it, what I think might have been the hardest uh, of the fifty for me. What was the hardest fifty for you of the fifty Ironmans? Yeah, that's always a tough question because again, the compounding effect, yeah. right? But it's amazing the way the mind, the body adapts and shifts and we evolve when we continue to stay in the game. Yeah. So for me, the hardest part is, is going to be a, a mid-beginning mid section to where you're not too far down the road to where you, it's probably okay to quit. Yeah. It's never okay to quit, but you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Where you, to push through this part, you're going to get to a point of no return. You've got to keep going. Yeah. And so the hardest for me was like 16, 17, 18, 19, yeah. right in that stretch. You're not halfway. Yeah. Your body's yeah. still going, what the f are you doing? <laughs> yeah, right. right. It hasn't adapted yeah. yet. It's yeah. not the new normal. Yeah. Right. New normal didn't happen until after 30 to where it's like, yeah. okay, I'm this is what we're doing. We're doing yeah. an Ironman a day. Kind of got stronger at yeah. that point, right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because, and this is what people miss out on. At a certain point in your journey, your mind and your body, they link up. Yeah. And now you become yeah. invincible. Yeah. Right. Everybody quits before that sync up, yeah. right? Everybody quits when it's the hardest, right? Yeah. So for, for 50 consecutive Ironmans and the journey that I was on and the experiences that we had and the resources and everything, logistics and chaos, yeah. 16, 17, 18, yeah, okay. those kind of and four. I was, I was thinking that 50th was, you know, cause it's like, all right, that night before it's like, we're kind of done. But you're not done, right? Well, you're, you're, obviously you're not going to quit. I mean, you're going to finish, but like you mentally, know, you're kind of like at I, the finish line, but you're not. You still got an Ironman to do. I say all the time, respect the distance. Yeah. And I don't care how close you are to a finish line, you can never let your guard down until it, like, yeah. 
that deal is signed. Yeah. Like it's delivered, it's stamped, it's it's approved, it's over, it's done. I mean, I've seen it in races where guys get confident and collapse a hundred meters from yeah. in a two hundred right. mile race, and they don't they don't make it there. Yeah. You know, they didn't they didn't make yeah. it. They took for granted where they were, and they. They're like, oh, I've only got four miles to go. I can lapse on my nutrition because it's just yeah. four miles. I've done 196. Yeah, I've only right. got four miles to go. I, you know, and they, they misstep. They didn't respect what they were doing and being sharp the whole time. I mean, it happened to me on the 50, and not that I let my guard down, but day 50, I legit had a panic attack in the water on day 50, and I was like, we're not gonna make it. Yeah. Like, those conversations <laughs> start to have yourself yeah. on day day on the last fifth, day on the yeah. last day when like you're there it's routine just yeah, right just in figure it out in the next 12 hours yeah. and you're going to do this thing yeah. like everything you've worked for is going to come to fruition right now and you know it was just it was just so emotional and so chaotic and you know I'd been alone a lot I was never alone alone but not yeah. massive crowds yeah and so many people showed up for our 50th and I we bet. had such yeah. unbelievable support. It was in our home state of Utah. Yeah. And when that gun went off in the water, I had a ton of people around me and all of a sudden everyone's swimming fast. And yeah. it's like, it, it was up. like, it was like a race. Yeah. And dude, my heart rate shot up and the water was cold and I started to panic and I had my two guys around me and I had like, a, like a kind of my, my crew around yep. me trying to protect me in this, in this mass of water with people. And I, and I legitimately was that moment of like, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Like I had done, I'd swam that distance every day yeah. in training and in the, I mean, I was so comfortable in water and I still am today, but it yeah. was just like that whole thing about staying sharp, respecting the distance, the goal's not over until the goal's done. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And, um, and it, it happened, it literally happened to me on the 50th day in the first 100 meters of the <laughs> yeah. swim. Yeah. It became this race-like atmosphere and we just got caught up in that moment and my heart rate jacks up and my adrenaline fires through the roof and I'm exhausted and adrenal fatigue and all of it and I was like, I'm legitimately in trouble right now. Yeah, yeah, I could believe it, man. That's crazy. A lot of lessons from that experience and that journey and the continued journey that you are on, but like how much of that does, does overflow to, like, because like you said, you do the 50-50-50, it doesn't like dollars just don't start flowing mm. into your bank account, but no. it, it opens the door a little bit. There's more awareness, of course, which helps. Creates opportunity. Yeah, you still got to go do the work. You were talking about that already. What are some of the lessons that you learned through the physicality of everything that you do and that journey that have helped you on the business side? Or I think one of the family? biggest things that I, that I learned that applies to everything in your life is as soon as you stop moving, trying or whatnot, your failure is guaranteed. Yeah. Right? As soon yeah. as you stop trying or take yourself out of the game, your fail rate just went to 100%. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so I learned that, like, just keep showing up. Yeah. I don't care how fast you're going right now. If that's everything you have, whether it's in your relationship or your business or... Because you look at anything that's, you know, take the 50. If you look at it and say, I'm going to do 50 Ironmans in 50 days, anxiety, overwhelmed, head in the sand right mm -hmm. in business if you look like man I've got to raise 100 million in capital I've got all these deadlines head in the sand right yeah but if you wake up and go you know what this is all I got to focus on right here it happens all the time with my, my clients that I coach for yeah. for Ironman they're like they get all excited they're yeah. like I'm gonna do an Ironman oh, yeah 
and then they do the first workout and they're like, <laughs> I'm out. There's no way yeah. I can do an Ironman if I can't do that. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you trust me? Yeah. Yeah. Do we have a plan? Do we know where we're trying to get to? Yeah. Well, yeah. And then I'm like, okay, great. Don't worry about that. Let's shelf it. Yeah. We know what the goal is. Right. Let's focus on what we can control. Yeah, today. Let's right? just yeah. do today's workout. Yeah. And they're like, okay, okay. And then they do today's. I'm coaching these two young guys and they've never done an Ironman. They're weighing over their heads. Yeah. And uh, we got into the water for the first time a couple weeks ago and I was like, internally, I'm like, we're in trouble. Like, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. a tall order. And I, I had that same talk with them. I was like, look, we need to shelf a 2.4 mile swim. Yeah. And because uh, they literally couldn't get to the other side of the pool. Yep. And uh, he sent me a, a text the other day and he was so excited. Actually, it was this morning. Yeah. He had swam 200 meters straight. Awesome. Yeah. And he was just so excited. And I was like, great. Yeah. That is exactly what we're doing. You, right. We have to take you down a process. Yeah. We know the goal. We know the destination. Yeah. Forget about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We have to be clear on what that is. Yeah. Same with entrepreneurs, yeah. same with Definitely. family, relationships, whatever it is. Know your goal, know your ethos, know whatever it is, shelf it. Yeah. Remind yourself every so often, but it really yeah. doesn't matter once you know what it is. Yeah. Right. Then reverse engineer that to small manageable tasks. And that's what that's what we had to do with these guys. Because I yeah. had them, I was like, dude, float on your back. Yeah. Like, where's right. the water level? <laughs> like, what, what are we de- really dealing with here? But he was just so stoked because now, like, he shouldn't be celebrating a 200 meter swim with, yeah. what's a, with what he has coming up. But I've got him to the mindset where he's like, no, th- this is my benchmark. Yeah. We've made it there. Now let's yeah. go to let's go yeah. three. Yep. Right. Let's go four. And by the time we hit it in May, yeah. dude's gonna do open water 2.4. Yeah. But he's controlling where he puts his anxiety, his focus, attention on the things that he can control yeah. and what he's capable of doing right now. So that's what I think I learned most about the 50 is and that I can apply anywhere and that anybody can apply anywhere, yeah. is you've gotta know the destination. Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. But then you've got to break it down into manageable source uh, manageable yeah. chunks that are achievable that don't overwhelm you and you don't have to accomplish everything in one day yeah right? it doesn't have to right. be all done in one day yeah. and if and if today is a really tough day and i'm struggling and i get one thing done yeah dude that's that's a win yeah i'm one the one thing closer to, to getting to where yeah. i need to be right? right and the other really big thing that i learned was putting the right team and people around you and giving them the right roles yeah. that they should be yeah. doing in order to help you succeed. Like oh. I, I told you just moments ago, before we started, I hired a CEO. Yeah. And he's now doing things that is going to help me move the needles in other places so that I can concentrate on other things. So yep. I've put the right person in place that I trust, that has the right skill set, so that I can kind of go exhale, let's focus on what I am good at, yeah. let him focus what he's good at, and yeah. together we're going to see much greater success, right? Yeah. And I mean, you know, on your 50, you had an incredible team with you. You had your family with you, which had yeah. to be amazing and, and probably challenging. But yeah. like, you know, I mean, how cool is it that you were able to go through that with them? Yeah. You had a great team of support, uh, just the people around you to help you to do that. I mean, it would have been almost impossible to go and do that on your own or with half that team. Right? For sure. I mean, one of, the, one of my big platforms on stage that I talk about is nothing great's ever accomplished on our own. Yeah. And anybody that thinks differently is a fool. Yeah. Whether it's someone that like Dean that's car paved the way for us, yeah. I would consider Dean part of my team. Yeah, yeah. Because right. he was instrumental in creating what has been an opportunity for me. Yeah. So D- D- Dean's a pivotal part of my team. Yeah, right? yeah. Nothing's great is ever accomplished on our own. I couldn't have done it without Dean 
having done that. And somebody yeah. in Dean's circle of influence or whatnot did something for him yeah. that allowed for him to do that, right? right? Dean didn't do it on his own. Yeah. I didn't do it on my own. Check this out. Look how many signatures are on this, this yeah. thing right here, yeah. like, right? That's a, that's a team. This yeah. guy can't do it without this guy. I can't do it without this yeah. guy, yeah. right? I talk to these football teams and whatnot. It's like, who's on your left and who's on your right? Yeah. Because without those two guys, you can't do it. And for me, it was the wingman. For me, it was Sonny. No way this is possible without yeah. those guys. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Like, you can't do a 14-hour Ironman and get to the next state yeah. and do it again the next day without somebody. Like, I, yeah. I can't stay awake for seven yeah. weeks. Yeah. Like, yeah. you just, can't, you just yeah. can't do it. You just can't do it. And so, and, and it, it, yeah, nothing. And it's lonely, man. I mean, you know, it's so much more better to do it with people anyway, right? Especially well, people that you love and care about. For sure. And here, here's the other thing about putting the right people on your team is I get asked all the time, was there ever a moment where you were going to quit on the 50? And the answer is no. And yeah. it's honestly no. Yeah. But there was moments that I was like, I just need a minute. Mm-hmm. Give, me, give me a second yeah. to feel, to internalize what's going on. And those guys would rally and get me to come out of it quicker. Mm-hmm. Because they were also invested and bought in, right? That's what a yeah, good team right. does. Yeah. And then if one of them would go like, oh man, I, I'm five weeks into this. I really miss my wife and kids. Yeah. Why am I here? Yeah. He, he's like, I'm not quitting. I just need a moment. Yeah. And one someone else will pull him out of it, right? Yeah. So that's the real importance of a team and the right team around you is, so there was four of us strong, right? Me, Sonny, Casey, and Aaron. Mm-hmm. The wingman, my wife, and myself. Yep. And the odds of four strong people that have the right mindset, that have bought all in, that are drunk on the Kool-Aid, yep. the chances of all four of you to go into a, detrimental spiral yeah, at the same, at the same time, time right yeah the odds of that are so rare especially yeah. if you've got four really positive people yeah. four dynamic people yeah four people that understand what you're doing and that are committed right yeah. chance of all four going down at the same time oh man that is that's just not gonna yeah happen. It's, yeah i mean maybe it could happen yeah, maybe yeah but the, ch- the chances <laughs> the chances of that happening right. are so rare and so remote, and, and that's what led to our successes. None of us will, will say that we didn't need that moment right. to just like exhale, cry, yeah. right? Yeah. Feel, yeah. internalize, yeah. scream, be mad, <laughs> this sucks. I'm, literally have a pity party, yeah. and it's okay. We, yeah. that's, that's healthy. You yeah. wanna do that. You wanna challenge what's going on. Because yeah. ultimately it makes us better. And so I think nothing great's ever accomplished on our own, and those are the reasons you need a group around you because it it is hard to stay focused all in motivated and all that a hundred percent of the time mm-hmm. but the key to that is I, we talk about quick turnarounds because you know we're in the we're in the dark dark deep part of fiji if you started to spiral and you allowed that to compound you could really start to go down this yeah. path of destruction where if you go okay i'm having a moment but I'm, you've got to you've got to figure out mind tricks how to play on yourself and and how to have those conversations. Realize the moment's happening. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. key. Realize yeah. the moment's happening, and then be armed with some tools and whatnot to to be able to whatever works for you. Everybody's going to be different, but you have to be able to recognize it, shift the energy, and get out of it fast. Yeah. Because yeah. the longer you sit in a space of like <laughs> confusion, darkness, negativity. Yeah. It's just gonna yeah. get so bad for you. Yeah. And and that's why again it's important to have that team because yeah. I start to spiral, he's gonna go, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. 
I get it. <laughs> I validate what you're feeling. Right. But let's turn that around. Yeah. And here's how we're gonna do it, and here's why we're gonna do it. Yeah. And we're gonna get behind each other and we're gonna yeah. we're gonna snap out of this. Yeah, I love right? it. What's uh you know, you talked a little bit about the vision, you got the CEO. What what yeah. is next for you? I mean, that's a big question, right? Like, what's next? Are you gonna do a hundred, 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 or whatever it is, or like, yeah, what what is the vision for you? Man, I uh you don't think something is possible until you have experience and are on the other side of something. Yeah. And when you're in the middle of something, it is the hardest thing you've ever done. And so, you know, physically, I need to really, I have some key races next year that are going to be benchmarks for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just fun races. I'm doing a, 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 ski, a, a night ski race. Yeah. How important is that too, right? Like uh, keep it yeah, like, yeah. To keep it going for sure. Yeah. And then I'm doing a, like a swim run race. Um, my wife and I are going to do Ironman St. George together. It was kind of a, a big part of our history and story. We tried to do it in the, in the world record year where we did it together. I was successful. Microburst wins came in. She didn't make the cutoff. And so they just re-announced it's coming back in 2020. Yeah. And I was like, Sonny Joe is it's redemption time. Yeah. Yeah. We've got to do it. And she was like, okay, let's do it. And so we're getting ready. We're gonna do that together. And then I'm going to do a, a benchmark race for me is going to be a challenge Roth in Germany in July. And if I can be in a shape that I want to be in there, we're going to pull the trigger and do um, a continent challenge. Yeah. We're doing Ironman on every single continent. Yeah. And then uh, if, if we can, not if, when we navigate that yeah. successfully, there's a challenge on the table that I, that is, it's a stretch. Yeah. It's, it's a stretch goal. It does include the number 100. Okay. <laughs> um, I, won't, I won't say anything else. All right. All right. Um, the right partners need to come on into, yeah. into play. Yeah. I mean, that something like that deserves an insane amount of respect to prepare for, to plan, to do. Um, I'm not willing to sacrifice my family or yeah. anything at this point. And so yeah. the right financial partners need to come on board and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing. Yeah. yeah. I'm willing. And, and I'll say this. Our book's called Redefine Impossible. Yeah. And that's kind of what we called the 50 Project. We did. We redefined impossible. Mm-hmm. I'd like to defy logic. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. What, um, you know, I could sit here forever and keep <laughs> talking, but I'm sure you don't want to. So what's a, what's a significant turning point in your journey where, you know, you could have very easily maybe went like the fork in the road, right? You could have went left and kind of that path that everybody else goes, the safe route or like what they say would be the safe route. But you instead, you're like, no, man, I'm like, I, I'm going right. Obviously the 50, 50, 50 is a big one, but, yeah. but what's a turning point where you could have not gone down that path you did has you where you are today. Is there something that sticks out in your mind that's like, yeah, that was a critical <sighs> defining turning point in my life? Yeah, there's, I call them pivot points. Pivot points, yeah. I call them pivot points in your life and there's a super valuable lesson in this. And the lesson is, is don't be so incredibly rigid with how you're gonna get to that goal. Mm-hmm. We've talked about how important that goal is, but I think too many people are, have a preconceived notion on how they're gonna get there. Yeah. And that's a mistake. And people need to be open to when you're on the destiny, when you're on the, the road, doors are going to open and close. Yeah. And I think we need to be open to open and cognizant to those doors, yeah. open them, take a peek right. and see if it's worth going down or not. Right. Because I've seen a lot of people fail because they are too rigid. They're not yeah. even, they can't even, they've got blinders on and they can't even see those doors. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important. 
I think it's important to have blinders on and know what your goal is, but to yeah. also have your eyes open to opportunities and different ways to possibly get to that goal. Yeah. Because you may not know somebody in your circle of influence or have been introduced to somebody that's going to completely revolutionize an idea or yeah. a goal that you have that'll accelerate how or what you're going to do or yeah. make it easier or whatever it is, right? What was the original question? Yeah, just pivot points. Let's pivot points. Like yeah, that. pivot points. Um, so, you know, I, obviously I have a couple of them. One was as a young kid choosing to wrestle and stick with wrestling. Yeah. For, for me, that's a pivot point in my life because I learned grit. I yeah. learned toughness. Yeah. I learned how to get my ass kicked and get back up. Yeah. I learned how to mentally cut weight and the, the sticking to, I mean, that's just terrible to do. Yeah. So that for me was kind of like a, an eye opener for me to, to decide to choose to stay with that sport. Mm -hmm. And the lessons that I learned from wrestling are invaluable to me. And then I always tell a funny story from stage about how I'm from Calgary, Alberta, and we have the Calgary Stampede. Yeah. And I was at an opportunity to be in a contest to sit on a Ferris wheel yeah. for yeah. 10 days. Yeah. yeah. That was a huge pivot point in my life. Yeah. I mean, I got, it was irresponsible. It was reckless. I got fired yeah. from my job. I, yeah. There was so many stupid things for about it. For ten thousand dollars. For yeah. ten grand. Back then, which was a lot of money, right? But yeah. for sure. And yeah. as a twenty-two-year-old, yeah. that's an influx of ten grand in a twenty-two-year-old's oh, yeah. bank account <laughs> is like life-changing, yeah, right? No doubt. And so to not be so hyper-focused on what I was trying to do at the time, to go on that Ferris wheel to reinforce the fact that you have something special right here. Let's see if we can develop that. Yeah. That was another glimmer of like, okay, you can endure boredom. Yeah. You can control your thoughts. Yeah. And then I wouldn't have come to Utah had I not lost my job. So the Ferris yeah. wheel, like there's yeah. a lot of dynamics and moving parts to that yeah. that are so pivotal in doing that uh, Ferris wheel yeah, contest. That. Yeah. So that was a massive pivot point in my life. The economy. Yeah. Owning a mortgage company and getting kicked in the teeth so hard. Yeah. That was a moment how do I react to something in my life that I can't control that's dominating me? Yeah. Like, I'm getting destroyed. Like, <laughs> yeah. do, and I'm not alone. It happened to so no, many Americans. Sure. I mean, yeah. it was just one of the worst in historical yep. economic timeframes in our yep. lifetime. Not in our lifetime, in the history of yep. economics. Yep. Um, 2008 through 2011. I mean, mm -hmm. it, was, it was terrible. That was a pivot point. How do you react in that moment and what do you do? Because we all had choice. Yep. We all had choices. There's many today that still talk about that, about how great they were and how good life was that haven't recovered from that. Haven't recovered. Haven't, they're still talking they're about still it. They're still talking about yeah. it. That economic crisis defined them in a mm -hmm. negative way. Yep. I didn't want to be that person. Right. I didn't want... It's a victim mentality, yep. right? I yep. have a really hard time with the victim mentality because that is a choice yeah. that you're making to go down that road. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm better than anybody no. else. I'm yeah. not saying I'm saying I made a different choice than yeah. somebody else. So that's a major pivot point in my life. So there's always you could you should be able to look back on your life and go pivot pivot life changing, you know, yeah. down that yeah. road. And I think if you look back on your life and you can't really isolate a pivot or change point, yeah. you're not you're not living. You're not yeah. pushing boundaries. You're not yeah. experiencing. You're not trying to grow, evolve, and to be a better human being, right? Yeah. I think that's why we're all here. Yeah. How much impact can we have? Yeah. 
whether it's one-on-one, whether it's a big scale or whatnot. I mean, everybody's heart is different. Everybody's impact is going to be different. Everybody's audience is going to be different. But if you can't look back and go, I don't really have a pivot point in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's time for a, a look in the mirror and a self-audit moment yeah. Yeah, absolutely. to really get real of yourself. So I'm grateful, I'm blessed, I'm happy that I can look back and I can isolate some of those really, really hard times yeah. where I made a decision to learn from those yeah. and go a different path or a path that it wasn't totally unexpected to me that has put me right here today with you, yeah, absolutely. Which, is the, yeah. which is the most important place yeah. for me to be is right here with you yeah. right now. Yeah, and I... It is hard in those in those moments when you're there. It's sometimes it's really hard to see, but you can look back like you did and be like, "Man, the Ferris wheel. I'm not here. Maybe you don't have your family that you have today." I don't. I don't meet Sunny Joe. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't have my five kids. Uh, life changing. I don't sit on that Ferris wheel. Yeah. I'm not here today. Yeah. So it's. So I didn't. Cool I don't do fifty. I don't do. Yeah. I have that conversation all the time. I wonder what I would be doing in Calgary. <laughs> Who I'd be with, what I, what my life would look like if I didn't do the dumbest thing on the planet, <laughs> yeah. lose my job and sit on a Ferris wheel for ten days. For ten days. For ten days, sit on a Ferris wheel. No cell wheel. phones, like nothing. Yeah, like, like what do you do? Yeah. So it, it's it's always interesting to look back and yeah, because at the time I would have never said, hey, we're headed into a pivot point right here. Yeah, like no, this, right. Like yeah, this like is what? The, this is it, guys. <laughs> I'm pivoting. Yeah. You know, but but you're you're open and you're flexible and you're creative and you're like, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be right now. Yeah, Go, going with your gut is so important. And I think we, a huge, lot of people right? have lost having that intuition or gut feeling yeah. or prayer or mm-hmm. any of those things. People, you know, have lost that thing whatever you want to call it, yeah. that gives them guidance or the good feeling or the gut check or the yeah. negative or the pit of, you ever walked into a room and you're like, ooh, there's something mm-hmm. going on here. Yeah. This is bad. I need to move. I need yeah. to get out of here. Yeah. Right? Those are real things and moments and feelings that we need to feel. And I don't know. It seems like it's getting lost and what happened is, to yeah. tradition and all these things. And I mean, we could talk for, yeah, for sure. days yeah. On, on, yeah. on these kind of things and our core beliefs. And you, you run an unbelievable program of mentoring yeah. and coaching and People need to go experience that yeah. and learn from you guys and your partner's brilliant, Satama. I mean, yeah. just all of it. I mean, you guys do a really good thing and you're truly having impact with people. Yeah. And so it's just it's just cool to see and guys that are following their passions and you guys listen to your guts and pivot and change yeah, so and evolve. And yeah, it's, it's never just wrong, important. right? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. If you can listen to it, for sure. If you can listen yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah. Trust it. The more you listen to it, the more the easier, easier it gets, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 What's one or two things you could you could leave us with uh, the listeners that they could just take and implement into their life to like move them forward today? Start now. Yeah. Start now. If there's one thing is believe in yourself and start now because I've seen too many people plan their way all the way to a failure. They're still planning. <laughs> I could right. still be planning the perfect fifty. Oh yeah. You will. You're never ready to have a baby. Yeah. You're never ready to have a baby. Yeah, no doubt. And you're never going to learn the lessons you need to learn unless you're on the journey. Yeah. And you'll never be ready to start your journey. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. So the biggest takeaway, what people should realize right now is, actually it's this. Start dreaming again. Yeah. Yeah. Start dreaming again and believing in yourself and then start. And then start. And then start. Just figure it out. Dive in. I don't know how I'm going to do this. Great. Do you think I knew how to do 50 Ironmans? No clue. Yeah, right. When well, I, I've never been when, done, when right? I announced it, yeah. did I have a plan? Nope. <laughs> did I have an answer to every question and, no. and opposition that we had? No, not even close. Yeah. Did we secure a motorhome two days before we went? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. 
<laughs> Did we sign the contract for the documentary the week before we left? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? No clue. Blind yeah. faith. Show up every single day. You have to believe so heavy. Just believe. It's yeah. going to happen. Don't just visualize it. Don't yeah. just believe it. Believe it, feel it, and then work like your life depends on yeah. it. If you can do those things, start today, believe, and work, show up every You'll win. You'll win. Yeah. You'll well, you will win. Yeah. Man, I appreciate it. What's uh, what are some ways we can find out what you're doing and what you're up to? Yeah, super excited. Our site, I don't know this is going to go, but our site today just launched, ironcowboy.com. Okay. Oh, really? Everything's going to be through Love that it. site, and then I post everything on social media, uh, Facebook, so Iron Cowboy James. But everything we do, whether it's our physical coaching, our mental coaching, our books, our documentary, our products, our things. I know you got products. I just ordered some, so. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we do some hats, shirts, yeah. mugs. What You know, it, it's just fun. Yeah. Um, we're getting into supplements and just creating yeah, supplements. stuff that yeah. we believe will help an athlete perform, yep. recover, all those things. And so all of that is going to be channeled and discovered on ironcowboy.com. Awesome, man. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Leadership Podcast. Hey, baby.